Welcome to the Real Talk Real Sports Podcast. I'm Ron, and I'm going to be breaking down the biggest sports stories that are happening today. Now, that could be in the NFL, that could be in the NBA. I'm here to cover it all, give you guys my opinion, and give you nothing but the facts. So today, let's talk. So let's first talk about football, the NFL. The NFL season starting next Thursday with the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And man, that game is gonna be that game is gonna be something because that you know that Cowboys offense against that Buccaneers defense, that Buccaneers defense which gave absolute hell to the Kansas City Chiefs, to the New Orleans Saints and the Green Bay Packers last year in the playoffs. That, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a you know great matchup to start the season. It's really gonna be really exciting. And what I want to talk about today about the NFL is what are the teams with the most pressure? Which teams in each conference are facing the most scrutiny, the most uh, you know expectations per se? So let's start with the AFC. In the AFC, there there are a few candidates. Um, you can talk about. Even Kansas City. Let's start with Kansas City. They they have pressure this year. Obviously, I know you may think you know they have Mahomes. They they already won a Super Bowl two years ago. What kind of pressure would they have? Well, the pressure would honestly be to redeem themselves. They were absolutely embarrassed in the Super Bowl. Um, everyone does mention the offensive line. I honestly, my opinion, I thought Patrick Mahomes was the best player in that Super Bowl. The throws he was making were absolutely ridiculous. There were so many drops. Obviously, he made mistakes too, but. It was it was it was unfortunate. The offensive line was just was not great at all. But people forget the defense had so many penalties that kept giving Tampa Bay like momentum. It was all around like the, it was Kansas City just to, just blew in the Super Bowl. I mean, they could have at least made the game close, but they couldn't. So this year, with so much money being spent on that offensive line, giving Patrick Mahomes. All the time in the world now to throw the ball, they're gonna have pressure this year. They're gonna have pressure to redeem themselves. And if they get that rematch with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think they'll be much better off this year. But again, that that could still equate to pressure, you know? But they're not my number one choice for pressure. And you know, there's other teams in the AFC we can break down, like the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, he, everyone's expecting, a lot of people are expecting an MVP season out of him. Will he be able to answer that call and, you know, make a run, make a run at the Chiefs, make, try to take them on, try to win? They, they have some, definitely have some expectation and pressure. The Baltimore Ravens, I'm a huge Ravens fan. I, I've been a Ravens fan since the Haloti Nada, Terrell Suggs, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, the amazing defense, you know, that those days. And now we have Lamar Jackson running the show. We're now more of a running, running offense-driven team, and you know we definitely have pressure. I mean, Lamar has obviously he won. He finally won that playoff game against Tennessee, but he threw that critical pick six against the Buffalo Bills. What could have been 10-10 turned out to be a 17-3, and obviously, unfortunately, he had to leave that game. But he made a mistake. That was a huge mistake. And Lamar needs to redeem himself, and the entire offense has to redeem themselves. It can't be too run heavy. So, Ravens have to. The Ravens have pressure, that's for sure. But the team that I believe has the most pressure 
in the AFC is the Cleveland Browns. And let me tell you why. The Cleveland Browns have undisputedly the best offensive line in the game. They have a fantastic running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Then they have Jarvis Landry on one side and Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. on the other. And Baker has been getting better every year. So I I expect him to take a leap this year. He's a pro, pro football focus had him as one of the most, if not the most uh, underrated quarterback in the NFL. So with that offense, combined now with the defense with Miles Garrett, and now you add to Davion Clowney, and you also draft that new D lineman in, in, that with him, with also Denzel Ward and the rest of the rest of the crew. Man, Cleveland, they have all the pieces. Kevin Stefanski's offense, everybody had one year now to learn it. Obviously, I'm a Ravens fan, and I have expectations for them, but Cleveland has literally all the answers. Now it's just up to them to capitalize. And if I'm being realistic, they they genuinely do have a shot against Kansas City. But again, it depends on how they play, and that's that's the pressure part. They have all the tools. Now it's up to them to succeed. Baker Mayfield's gonna have to take that next step because if he doesn't, man, that offense is just not gonna take the next next step because they were, you know, very play action driven last year. They ran the ball, they kept running the ball with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb, and then those occasional play action passes. But now I feel like you have to take the next step. I feel like you have to let Baker, you know, unleash a little bit more because come playoff time, it's been shown through the my Ravens that you can't rely on a one dimensional type football, like one dimensional style. You need to be able to do both things. No, we'll see. But let's see what Cleveland does. They'll definitely be an interesting team to watch. Now let's head on over to the NFC. The NFC with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with the Green Bay Packers, with the LA Rams, with the Seattle Seahawks. And so many quality teams. NFC's got some good teams out there. But which one has the most pressure? So let, let's see. I think Tampa Bay, I mean, they, they don't have any pressure. They, they did remarkable things last year. I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're set. Green Bay, I, I, I don't know if I have much, pre, like much expect, you know, pressure comes from expectation, right? And I don't know if I have much expectation on the Green Bay Packers because everything's been so messy. I mean, is that team even going to, like, play, play as good as they did last year? I mean, sure, they have most of the parts they had last year, but, like, it's just it just seems so discombobulated this offseason. Like, I don't even know how everything's going to function there. Then you have the Seattle Seahawks, and I don't think they made enough moves to, you know, compete. They got they got bounced really early this year. Uh, they, I, I just don't know if they have the right tools to win. So, again, the expectations aren't there from me, so I don't know if I could, you know, have high expectations for them. The LA Rams, now I do have some expectation for them, but I don't I don't know if there's much pressure because, you know, with with you know Stafford being his first year, um Cam Akers going down for the year, um it's just I know the defense is defense is great, but 
they, they definitely do have some pressure because, you know, they made that big move to get, you know, to get Matthew Stafford and, uh, you know, trade Jared Goff. That's, that's a huge deal. And because they believe that Stafford isn't the best chance to win. So we'll see. But I think there's a team that has more pressure than them. And they come from the worst division in the NFL. What many people like to call the NFC least. And that is none other than the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, I said it. Dallas Cowboys. America's team. The team that pretty much the person next to you or the person in front of you probably likes. There are so many Cowboys fans, and I don't know what they're really fans of. But I guess it's just undying loyalty to Dallas? I, I really don't know. Because I would think, like, you know, the other popular team, you know, it's probably the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I mean, if I had a choice of starting from scratch, well, actually, I can't even say the Steelers because I'm, I'm a diehard Ravens fan. So, I'll, you know, let's just skip that part. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. The man who's got a, got a huge contract over the summer. He is going to have tremendous amount of expectation now. I don't expect him to win game one. I, I know they're playing Tampa Bay in his first game back. He didn't play all his preseason. I think Tampa Bay will, will beat them. I think it'll be probably convincingly. We'll talk about those predictions later in another episode of the podcast. But they 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 have offensive firepower. CeeDee Lamb is going to be expected to take a huge leap this year. Then you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Now, Ezekiel Elliott is my X Factor. Um, in fantasy, I was actually hoping for like the fourth or fifth pick so I can take Zeke because I, my gut feeling is there. I, I just feel that Zeke is going to go off this year. Uh, there's been reports that he cut a lot of weight, uh, paid attention to his diet and nutrition. Um, his, his offensive line, some key pieces are coming back. I expect a huge year out of Zeke Elliott. So we know with Dak back, with Zeke uh, getting better, with the offensive line back, the wide receivers getting better, man, the offense is going to be fantastic. And look at the defense. The defense can't get any worse than last year. I don't know if you guys remember those games against Cleveland and Baltimore where those two teams just ran all over them. But, man, they added Micah Parsons. And if you just watch some of those preseason games, those Dallas Cowboys preseason games, you can tell this guy's just different. This guy might already be the best player on that defense. And the great thing about Dallas is, you know, they usually they tend to go with like these uh, big name show stopping offensive uh, players in the draft. But this year, they genuinely made a focus on improving that defense. Now, I don't know if the players they chose actually do improve their defense, but what I do know is Dallas they made an effort. They drafted a lot of defensive players. They got Dan Quinn. I know. Albeit he was terrible, he he was you know, the, the the leader of the Atlanta defense last year, and that was that was terrible. But hey, the Legion of Boom, that's on his resume. That, that's on his resume. So who knows? Maybe this defense will work with work with the scheme better. So it will be interesting to see. But that defense, it can't get any worse. They're gonna get better, and then the offense is. I expect them to take. I expect them to be fantastic this year. Dallas has a shot of making some real noise in the NFC. But we, we're going to have to see because, um, I, I you know, it's just that I always feel like there's something that just happens with them. And then, then they just don't either perform or something goes wrong. They've just always been mediocre. I, I don't think they need to take that next step. And I really hope and I really think it's going to be this year. 
So let's see from Cowboys. Uh, if, if they can do it, man, the NFC is going to be fun with Dallas and Tampa, Seattle, LA. I mean, you never know, but you don't know about Green Bay, but who knows? They can make some noise. San Francisco coming back. Oh man, the NFC is going to be really fun to watch. And football in general, man, it, it's been it's great. This is the best time of the year. And you know what? I'm really excited to watch the season. Let's go. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Real Talk Real Sports. I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Until then, have a good day, guys.